Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Pass. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It's Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast and Blog. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great weekend. Thanks for listening and checking out the show. We're going to do a recap of my Froth University 1980s horror comedy college Savage Worlds game. Uh, played session four last night. Started a few minutes late. You know, started about an hour late, actually. Um, as I needed a little breather between the game and watching my Georgia Bulldogs get humiliated and just beat down in the SEC championship game by LSU. Got cremated, basically. So, But anyway, there's always next season, right? <laughs> That's the Georgia way. So... Anyway, before we get started, I want to mention, I'm still reaching out to Anchorites and listeners. If you have a New Year's gaming resolution, something you want to do next year, something you want to change, a game you're looking forward to purchasing, anything like that, I'd love for you to call in and share it. I want to put it together in a kind of beginning of the year podcast. I've gotten several messages so far. I'm very appreciative to folks for doing that, but... You know, whether you podcast or not, you know, you can use the Anchor app to message me or just on the landing page for any of my podcasts on Anchor, there's a little message button and you can send me a message. So I'd love to hear what your New Year's gaming resolutions are. So last night, uh, we had five players there, a couple players missed, but uh, plenty of people to play. And we've turned the page into 1983, so... Uh, you know, the first semester is over. They're, they've returned from their winter break for the second semester of their freshman year. And so we're in 1983 now. And with that brought uh, some, some new music. So I was playing a lot of stuff that was either released in 1983 or was big hits in 1983. So uh, like uh, Prince's 1999, I, I know I played um, uh, Toto's Africa. Uh, maniac. She's a maniac, maniac on the floor. Um, hot girls in love, <laughs> love her boy. <laughs> uh, that's a song that just uh, really encapsulates the time. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, so it's kind of like a side quest sort of night. Um, a couple of the players, Chewy Chinooski and Bender are not particularly strong academically, so they've decided to take an art appreciation class this semester to uh, give them, give them a, their GPAs a boost. So as part of their art appreciation class, they had to do a field trip to the East Texas University Student Art Gallery. So some of their friends, you know, the rest of the group tagged along. They get there. The place seems basically empty, but they find that all the 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 patrons of the uh, um, uh, of the gallery are all in one room, staring at one painting. And this painting is of a you know attractive girl with kind of like a small you know hint of a smile, and it uh, it's having a strange effect on on everybody. In fact, everybody that looks at this painting kind of falls instantly in love and infatuation with the first person they see. So the group is kind of mobbed by people coming up and and trying to hug them and, and kiss on them and, you know, falling in love with them. And all, you know, this is leading to 
to fights and everything. So like a, a small melee and everything breaks out, you know, with everybody kind of fighting and tussling over each other. The party all managed to resist the, uh, the effects of this painting and McCooley runs and, uh, McCooley's the, uh, kind of, uh, Marty McFly character runs and, and flips on the, uh, the, fire alarm and kind of shakes everybody out of it like even a professor was affected by this you know and and everybody kind of shakes out of it like one girl's horrified to, to see that she's kind of got covered in mustard from from hugging on the chewy chinese key you know blue toe uh belushi character and and anyway the, the the party want to investigate they see that the you know they they get the name of the person, I believe it's like Samantha Wilkes or something like that is the name of the, the artist. So who's also a student. So, um, Nathaniel, the war games esque Broderick hacker type looks up the student records for the Samantha Wilkes person finds it, you know, she's a student gets her address as well as her class schedule. So, uh, Chinooski goes to one of her classes and finds that she hasn't been in class for like the last three or four days. So the party then decides to go to, to her apartment to investigate. They get to the apartment and they hear maniac blasting on the radio, you know, to where it's just, uh, you know, you can hear it outside the door of the apartment, you know, uh, maybe a hint, a not so obvious, not so subtle hint of what's to come. So maniacs blasting, they're banging on the door and there's no answer. Uh, Nathaniel, who has like a MacGyver type ability, um, Jimmy's the door and they come inside to see that there's, you know, there's, you know, food that's been left out. There's trash everywhere. There's painting supplies and everything everywhere. And then they see the crazed um, Samantha. And I used the avatar for Kelly from Breaking on this one. You know, it's like a hot pink uh, headband and everything. And so they talk to her for a little while and quickly gather that she's, you know, not all there. She seems completely exhausted and she's also extremely arrogant about her painting abilities and stuff like this. And she eventually. Um, Ask them if they want to take a look at her new painting and they show her the she shows them the new painting and it's of this like field with a scarecrow in it and they all feel strange looking at it. They all end up passing their rolls or using Benny's to re-roll their rolls, but Chewie gets sucked into the painting. So Chewie's body is still standing there looking at it, but his spirit is brought into the painting with this scarecrow. And what's weird is, you know, you, you can't, once you're in the painting, you, you're, you're bound by the edges of the actual painting. It's dead silent in there. There's no, there's no sound in the, in the painting. So Chewie's trying to fight this, uh, this scarecrow and a scarecrow in this game is quite fearsome. You can't basically can't even harm it unless you've got something like magic really, or, um, uh, anything piercing goes straight through it. And when you like punch it or whatever, the, the, straw and everything just reshapes itself so Chewie's having a time in there the rest of them um she pulls like a, a art knife like a sharpened kind of art knife almost like a scalpel on the rest and a fight ensues 
They try tackling her. Um, meanwhile, during this, Billy, the you know the eleven-year-old Wonder Boy, notices that her brushes are all really strange, like very ornate carvings. They're not like normal-looking paintbrushes. And sees this, but um, unfortunately, when someone's trying to uh, grab um, the, the the knife out of uh, the the girl's hands. They, they rolled a double one. So you, you basically roll two dice a time, almost all the time in this game. And when you roll a double one, it's like a, you know, fumble. And so that happened. And so I had this paint thinner just get like, you know, knocked into Billy's face, you know, the little kid. And, and so he's running around, you know, eyes swelling up. You know, and uh, and so then McCooley, the the Marty McFly character that's got a Pepsi addiction, uh, addiction, tries to pour Pepsi on his face to help. So now he's got you know paint thinner and Pepsi all in his eyes and everything. And so um, the party's you know again trying to fight and subdue her. Eventually, McCooley takes a skateboard. You know, like Marty McFly had the skateboard and just bashes her in the face, and then. Uh, um, Chewy, meanwhile, sees this odd canvas at the bottom of the scarecrow pole while still in the painting and goes over and looks at it. And it's like some odd, like an odd thing you would see in a dream. You know, it's a picture of, of the Samantha girl painting and it's like a link between there and the real world and is able to come back into the, the real world by focusing on that and then finishes things off by bashing the artist on the head with his, uh, with his acoustic guitar. He, he wields an acoustic guitar, kind of like Belushi bashing the acoustic guitar in animal house. So, so they don't, they don't kill her, but they do knock her out and <laughs> incapacitate her for, for several hours. And so they're trying to figure out what to, you know, obviously something's going on with these, uh, paint brushes. You know, they, they, they put her on a couch they try to, you know, half-ass cover their tracks so they they leave out some nyquil and stuff to maybe give the impression that she's that she's just passed out but you know she's got a massive welt on her head a black eye and everything and uh and um they contemplate for a minute trying to set it up like it's a party like chewy thinks about inviting his frat brothers over if that happened i was going to have them all get sucked in the painting but they didn't end up doing that so that could have gone that way but they rummage through her trash and find a receipt that shows that she had bought these paintbrushes at the Pine Box Pawn Shop. Um, as McCooley is a local, they know a little bit about the, the the pawn shop that, you know, they sometimes get strange things in there. That There's an eccentric owner that used to be a, um, a police officer, but is now, old, you know, in, his, in their 80s. So they decide to go head over to the pawn shop. When they get there, the the pawn shop owner is a strange bird, bald with almost just pure black eyes, kind of pointed ears and everything. So you're getting a real uh, strange vibe. And the whole thing was kind of like almost, uh, I haven't read it since it probably came out, but something like a Stephen King novel, like maybe like Needful Things or, or one of these things, you know, it's like a pawn shop that, that gets some strange artifacts and things with weird abilities and so they question the the owner but they're they're more 
you know, they answer everything almost with an enigma and talk about how this, you know, the, the artist, the girl would come in there and she was looking, you know, she really wanted to be, be famous and for her art to have an influence over people. And so that's what she ended up getting were these, these paintbrushes and, um, you know, I played the guy really creepy, like, Oh, hello boys. Um, it's, it's good to see you, you know? And it was, uh, he was obviously really, uh, strange. And, um, so we'll see where that goes. That's not written too much into the, the book and everything. So, but, uh, we'll see if the, you know, we'll see where that takes it. If the pawn shop ends up having any kind of major influence, over the campaign or if it's just a, you know, just a random thing that happened at any rate, they, they realize that, uh, you know, the guy, the, uh, person in the pawn shop tells them that, um, uh, the, the, the way to break the, you know, the, to, to get rid of this obsession that, that, uh, the artist has, they have to make a clean break and you know, obviously, hinting at, at breaking the brushes, which they do. So they, they break these, these brushes that it had had, uh, you know, the ability to, to, to make these paintings that affect people. And, and anyway, they go back to check on the Samantha girl who's now just sleeping and doesn't really remember quite what happened. And, and, uh, and things seem to get, have gotten, you know, somewhat back to normal. The original painting, though, that causes the the weird love, uh, you know, obsession and everything, apparently was taken by the art curator back to their own house to hang in their bedroom. So, so yeah, it was a, it's a, it was a weird one. Um, but uh, you know that this East Texas University book, the the main storyline's cool, and a lot of these little side ones are, are pretty good to run. Some of them not so great, you know. Uh, but this one was, was one that ended up fun and, and the, uh, the party really ran with it. It made it better than it could have been. So anyway, that's kind of what happened. Not a long podcast today, but, uh, it was just kind of like a little side, side tale and, um, we'll get back to it next time. So I'm trying to think of what other, I know I played some, oh yeah, Allentown by Billy Joel. I played that. I love that song. I think that's a great Billy Joel tune. And what was strange is like in my mind, some of these songs seemed like they were further apart back then, but you know, Africa seemed a lot earlier than Allentown, but maybe they're just at opposite ends of the year, but that's a whole nother story. So anyway, that's what happened. It was this fun kind of, um, weird art thing. And, uh, almost like, I believe it's needful things, you know, where it had like a store where you, you, you buy things and it has a weird effect on everybody. Maybe it was like the devil in that book or something. I, I have to go back and look at that. Some of those are early, earlier or, or eighties Stephen King books were really entertaining and good when I read them back in the time. So anyway, thank you for listening again. If you have a, uh, uh man, my brain is leaving me. Need to get back, get and drink, go drink some more coffee or something. Uh, if you have any um, gamer resolutions, remember to uh, send me a message. You can also email me froth sof frothsoft at gmail dot com. Uh, check out the blog frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com. Huge shout out and, and appreciation to folks supporting me on Patreon. It's 
patreon.com forward slash thought eater. It's only a dollar a month if you want to support the program. I think that's everything. I got animals surrounding me. I got my dog and cat sitting right next to me. Looks like we're going to just relax a little bit. And then later today, I get to go play another session of this 5e game I've been playing in. So I'm looking forward to that. Logan, let's go. Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade. Zeroing in on your mental trade. Gonna help you escape from the grind. Thought eater gonna blow your mind.